What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Lil Revolution. I am Poncho Moeller, and this is my fantastic co-host. Wee Man. There we go. Wow. You're here. I'm here, and I have a little boner right now because of how excited you just got on this intro. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I wanted to ask you, do you have any exciting new news to talk about? Anything cool happened to you in the last few days? Uh, nothing too exciting. I've, uh, I've been doing more yoga. I Good. did two extremely difficult classes yesterday. Yeah. And then I stayed home you, all day. Do you rather have, is it a, a male teacher or a female teacher? Uh, the majority is male. Okay. I mean, a uh, female, but okay. I have had male instructors. What do you rather have, male or female? Doesn't matter. They're just the instructor. I know, but like, is one... One may be more gentle with you. The other one may, you know, be <laughs> I'm a little not, harder. I'm not getting personal training yoga classes. Okay. Well, but, I've done a yoga class before and I've had them help me yeah. know, bend a certain, yeah. you know, because for us little people, it's a little harder to bend, do all the positions that everybody else is doing. Uh, you that's, know? So course. when everyone is doing a certain position that you can't, do you do another one? No, I I try you and just go do for my it. best that I can. And other, uh, there are certain poses that I can just kill better than the other class. And the people are like, what the hell? That's pretty cool. Can yeah. you suck your own dick yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Our torsos if are If you could too- suck your own dick, you probably wouldn't need a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> Our torsos are too long yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. So. Well, that's why you need the guy in there to bend you, bend you. <laughs> Can you? No, I can't. Uh, okay, well. That's why I have a wife. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love my wife. She doesn't even do that, so it doesn't even matter. I am happy to have her in my life. Wow. Um, I am very excited about our next guest. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. He's a fellow thespian. He was also the president of LPA for two terms. LPA is Little People of America. Yep. He's been in Water for Elephants, uh, which is a, which was a great movie, and then the newest movie that he was just in was Nightmare Alley, okay, w- which got awards or nominated for awards, and then also, um, he just finished doing a one man play in England called The Adventures of Benjamin Lay. I want to welcome my buddy, my friend, Mark Pavanelli. Yeah, yeah, Mark. What's yeah. up, Mark? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, Good to yeah. see you. Good to see you, buddy. Let's get you mic'd, mic'd up. up. Yeah, I feel like I'm like in trouble by my parents sitting on this couch. <laughs> are your are your parents are like huge? Are what, are, what is the deal? No, my parents are average height. Okay, your yeah, parents yeah, are, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess we're on the on the spectrum of dwarfism. <laughs> we're on the bigger side. It's true. Yeah. Well, bigger yeah. heads too. Well, bigger heads. Bigger everything. This guy looks a little bit nor- more normal than we do. Well, I'm yeah. all legs. I'm yeah. legs, and you guys are all torsos. We're torsos. Yeah. So yeah. I'm. I'm uh, and I got a fused neck, so I'm like. Yeah. Do not to be rude or nothing. I mean, I'll let anybody can ask me anything about sure. dwarfism. Do you the? I can't think of his name. I'm spacing it because my brain's going twenty. Billy Barty? No, not Billy Barty. The guy from uh, Little People, Big World. Main, uh, the Matt dad. Roloff. Matt Roloff. Yeah. Do you have the same dwarfism as Matt Roloff? I do not. He's got diastrophic dwarfism. Okay. And I have 
Spondyloepiphyseal dysplasia, SED. Oh, but they've got, I know, right? The yeah. diastrophic dwarfism. <laughs> that doesn't. That sounds like really. It serious. sounds like some fascist like yeah. regime. <laughs> the diastrophics <laughs> are coming, and they're going some to kind space. Of crazy <laughs> storm is coming, and you don't want to be there for it. Right. Diastrophic. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I, there's like 200 and well, depending on what medical journal you read, there's between 200 and 400 types of dwarfism. Yes. So you guys are the most common, and mine is fairly common, but uh, not um, not like you guys. You guys dominate the dwarf world. We're the average dwarfs. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> the standard dwarfs. Standard issue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Stamp and go. Right. I love your hair, Mark. I well, like this you. new thing that you got going i haven't seen you probably like since covid is that right happened yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean we've talked on the phone a few times but yeah i'm i'm digging this look for you man there was it's sexy it's you're like you're like the george clooney of little people he is super sexy you are you're like a silver fox man i cannot suck my own dick either (laughs) um, (laughs) not that sexy i guess no but dude it's working for you man keep it up thank you One day, goals. We all have goals, man. <laughs> we like can all you, dream, man. We can all dream. Like with your dwarfism, you guys don't have the big foreheads. Well, we got. We have no neck. Okay. Clearly, and yeah. uh, I can see a little bit of a neck. A little bit. If yeah. I stretch really hard, yeah. yeah. I always get this like non-tan tan right here. Yeah. Yeah, and I I get the the jaw uh, cover. You yeah. Know? Um, we have yeah shorter limbs. Um, we're kind of like the diametric opposite of acons, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm pretty much, uh, my wife has aconoplasia also. And, and she's when, an acon dwarf. That she's an acon. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing up, we're basically the same height. And then we sit down, and it's like me with you. It's yeah. like it's this. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we got the long torsos. Yeah. 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 And how long have you been married for? It'll be 25 years in 25 a couple years. months. Yeah. Which is like 50 years here in Los Angeles. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's right. like 75 in yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> it was <laughs> It was it was my 9 9 year anniversary uh, 2 days ago. Congratulations. Thank you. That's great. No, actually it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you might want to remember that next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> we we No, trust we, me. I I'm I'm remembering it. We yeah. didn't work. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that was our first date that we ever went on it was 2010 and then um and then the the date that is the date of our marriage that's fantastic yeah, yeah that's yeah. really beautiful right it's beautiful <laughs> it's touching it's great no uh, I, nine I did. years yeah like 13 you wouldn't know nothing about that Jason. 13 years you, together though yeah 13, 13 years, together. years together nine oh. yeah i tried marriage once you you got married before? yeah and i got it annulled wow because we owned nothing and we were done in three months. So, I- so, so why annul? Like, what was it about getting it wiped off the books rather than just walking away? Because uh, then to make sure in the future, if I did have anything, which I ended up having, nothing You could lucky change. son of a uh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Somebody was a businessman very early So many on. people thought I lost like half. And I'm like, no, when it happened, I had nothing. So this was before Jackass yeah. or anything? You right got before, married? Right, yeah. Wow. Yeah. For three months. That was your first practical stunt, right? Yeah. yeah. That was and then a stunt. Did you, is that when you guys started living together? Or did you yeah. guys live together? Oh, before? no. We were already living together. Oh, and this then. was a quick, this was like when I rushed into things right away and learned a lot from it. So, in order, like, I mean, that's, it must have been really bad to like go as far as like getting it annulled where you're like, I, I done. can't. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. done. I don't yeah. need, must have been some 
crazy yeah. fights and crazy arguments, everything. Yeah. yeah. Just totally disagreed every oh. on every level. Damn man. Like what color the sky is even, like to that level. She's like <laughs> the earth is flat. You're like, yeah, no, no, it's, it's round. round. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. No, enough about me. Wow, <laughs> dude. We're learning all kinds enough of Enough about, about you. you. That is serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why didn't you ever tell me this? <laughs> you didn't know? I no, you no. Knew. Wow. No, fuck. Yeah. Damn. But Mark. on the on a on a last note, she's died. She's dead. Oh, oh that's the one that dead. hit her head. Hit her head and went to sleep. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm still in contact with her brother, and her brother told me she passed. She went. She was up in the middle of the night. Hit her head. Went to sleep. Never woke up. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that gnarly? That's pretty serious that's too. Not, but I mean. You kind of want to go that way if you think about it. You're like, oh, I heard my mom going back to sleep. It's the Bob Saget way, yeah? Isn't Is that, that what happened to Bob Saget? Is that Saget? what happened to Bob Saget? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I don't, we'll I don't. Google it during the show. Great. <laughs> Google it. Can you tell us how Bob Saget <laughs> yeah. passed away? It was, yeah. No, yeah. Caller, caller, caller. Caller. No, we have no callers. <laughs> so, Mark, how, how long did you know as a kid that you wanted to be an actor? Yeah, I wanted to be a rock star. I think like yeah. everybody first. Yeah. And then I can't sing and I can't play any instruments. So that made it a lot harder to be a rock star. Yeah. So the next best thing was acting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was, it was kind of nice in a, an insane way that I knew my whole life that that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, so many of my friends are sitting there aimless trying to figure out what they want to do. My son now is in college and he's freaking out. Like, what do I do with my life? And I knew, but... You know, there's, yeah. it's like the worst idea ever. And, so, and, and your son, he's a little person too. Yeah, my whole, and, um, both my kids have uh, dwarfism. They're both Akons. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. And your son is an Akon dwarf. Yeah, and daughter also. Mm -hmm. Now, mom's jeans won on that one. God, yeah, mom's oh, jeans oh, won on I that one. Mom's jeans won on that one. It's pretty clear. Like, you just look at our family, you're like, okay, we know who's Akon in charge. jeans yeah. are really strong because even Brad Williams had, that's right. with his average size wife they have an acon daughter daughter yep. yeah yeah yep. and it's i don't know it's kind of common maybe i i, I, well, I have no a, idea it's to be honest it's a 25 percent like for us um or you and your wife let's say yeah. it'd be a 25 percent chance that um sorry for you and your wife it'd be 50 percent chance that they'd have dwarfism 50 percent chance average height just yeah. like brad yeah that, that we yeah. discussed that before and then yeah. with you and your wife so with us, it would be, there'd be a 25% chance they'd have my type of dwarfism, 25% chance they'd have achondroplasia, 25% chance they'd be average height and have neither gene, and 25% chance they'd have both, which is fatal. So yeah. there's like a high, we, we talked about scary that. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I'm glad that, mm -hmm. that, that it was right what I was saying, because I read that and sometimes. Okay. Yeah, 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 sure. It's wow. a gamble. It's a gamble. Yeah, I mean, if you... Yeah, seventy five percent seems high until you get pregnant, and then you're like, "That's not a good enough odd, you know, yeah. to uh, yeah. to to be going through this comfortably." Yeah. So, so then you were saying, "I'm sorry to cut you off." You, you were saying that you you went to college for acting. It, I did. It, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but I wasn't so sure that I wanted like I didn't have the confidence. Nobody in my family was an actor or an artist, um, so uh, the business seemed a million miles away. I went to college in Southern Ohio. And is that where you're from? You're from Ohio. Well, I grew up in Maryland, but okay. I was born in Ohio and we moved back when I went to college to Cleveland. Okay. And uh, I went to school at Miami of Ohio, which is in Southern Ohio. 
And so I got a mass communications degree, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> but that was that was my degree, and I got a minor in theater because I was too like freaked out to think, like I can't walk out of here with a theater degree, and expect to like have any use <laughs> for the past four years. But like be something in the world. Yeah. Like when you go to Bank of America and you want to be a loan <laughs> uh, agent, and they're like, well, uh, your master's degree is in theater. <laughs> you can act like you'll be a, a loan agent, right. but uh, yeah, you're not a loan agent. Or even worse, <laughs> try to get a loan. Yeah. And say, I have, a, I have an acting degree. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So you got your degree and you moved to Hollywood. No, no. I got my degree and I went back to Cleveland and tried to get a job as in advertising. Okay. Because I was like, this is stupid. This yeah. is a terrible idea to go and be an actor. And I like kind of tanked every interview I had because I think I just knew that this isn't what I wanted to do. And uh, a buddy of mine lived in Minneapolis and he's like, what are you doing? Come up here. It's a great theater town. You know, try it for six months. And if you don't like it, you're 22 years old. You can do whatever you want after that. And I didn't have a good answer for him to say no. So I moved up there and did theater in Minneapolis in these like tiny little basements, but got experience and got okay. Got your feet, feet yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah. And I did, I mean, it's like you with, you know, doing stand up. Yeah. You start like at the bottom, there's five people in the room and yeah. you work your shit out and then you get confident, you get good. And by, by the time I was 28 or 29, I was like, okay, I can move out to LA. Cause I was really afraid cool. if I moved out here, at 22, I just get eaten alive. You know, okay. I'd just be doing all kinds of gag roles and have no confidence, and that would be it. You know. Next thing you know, you're on Hollywood Boulevard, dressed as Tyrion Lannister, <laughs> right? right if only, yeah. yeah, spinning a song. They'll be like, yeah. that, "You're the wrong dwarf." <laughs> We're not buying it. Right. Yeah. So, back to kids, because you d you did mention it. Yeah. Were you? Because Poncho and I have discussed this. We both said no kids. Okay. Like we we discussing with girlfriends we've had or whoever and but with you were you ever like i don't know if i want kids there's a you know a fine line like how how did you feel knowing you were going to be a dad and what the world was like yeah i mean i kind of always that's a good question yeah i wow. mean it's it is a good question so there's a lot of angles to it i think like i knew i wanted like i i love being an actor and i love it because i'm a pretty safe straightforward guy okay. and acting gives me a chance to like explore all the darkness and all the like you know extremes of what's inside of me but without having to exercise it in real life okay so i knew i wanted like a regular traditional kind of family or whatever um i mean Pancho, you've been in my house it's like yeah. i have a yard and i have cats and i have a dog and i have kids and a wife it's like so Fence. nuclear you know? it's <laughs> ridiculous yeah is that, it's yeah it's all normal so it was like this was my way like i always knew like i needed that because the acting thing was so unstable and so not kind of like comfortable with me okay. that i needed this stability thing or i wanted it and, and um of course when we got pregnant i freaked out like i can't do this and like yeah. how am i going to support yeah. a family and all that in this business and um uh it's been you know like everybody says it's like the most amazing thing that's ever when, happened to me when when you were yeah he's a great dad he's awesome. a great dad um i wanted to ask when you were a kid were you were you always a part of lpa i was like, since yeah a child but even having average parents they did they introduce you to it or did you kind of find it on your own no they um 
so we lived in Maryland and Johns Hopkins Hospital is at the time and still is the premier, one of the premier skeletal dysplasia clinics in the world. And so I hadn't been diagnosed. They knew something was up. I mean, clearly, but they didn't know what. And it took until I was like a year and a half. They went to Johns Hopkins and they diagnosed me with dwarfism. And uh, they were like, hey, and there's this organization to my parents. Why don't you go check this out? And, you know, I mean, your parents and your parents are average height. And they all freak out. Uh, Understandably, like, I didn't expect this. This is not my experience. What am I doing? How do I do this? And that's what LPA was great for my parents. Um, was just to meet other parents who had been through it and been like, you know what, it's going to be fine. Your kid's going to be okay. And um, so I was just in it, and I didn't give a crap about it. When I was young, I was like, these guys all look weird. Same. And, yeah, That's and this what is we were strange. Talking about, and yeah, we, and we, I got my friends back in school. Why do I have to hang out with That's these? exactly what I said. My mom took me to uh-huh. a little people's convention for the first time. And I came back, and I'm like, Mom, these people aren't like my <laughs> they're friends. They're freaks. Yeah, yeah they're, they're talking about other stuff than what my friends and I talk about. I'm right. like, no, I don't need to go back anymore. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. me, too. And it, uh, my first conference, so these are like the local meetings. My first conference, I was 12. My mom and I went in to St. Louis, and um, she got up in the room, and she didn't want to like go and hang out. You know, yeah. she's the average height mom. She's like, go downstairs and to the lobby and meet people. And I freaked out. I was like, this, they're not like me. Uh, You know, I was so (laughs) uncomfortable. And I went downstairs, walked in the lobby, saw all the little people, made a right turn to the stairwell and climbed up and down 26 flights of stairs for like a couple hours. And then went back up to my room to tell my mom like, oh yeah, I was down there and I met people. So what age were you when this was happening? 12. 12, wow. I think I was around... From ten to thirteen, somewhere in there. Yeah, did maybe you, even younger. Did you uh, get to meet Billy Barty? Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I did too. Yeah. You, did you know that, Pete? I or, don't know. I used to go to his house. Yeah, his really? house is great. I used to go to Billy Barty's house out here. Yeah, a house out here yeah, in the valley. Was house. Yeah. And I used to go to his house in the valley. Yeah. Toluca Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Toluca Lake. Didn't he have twin daughters? No, he has a average son and a LP daughter. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I actually have Billy Barty's golf clubs. Oh, wow. Yeah, he nice. gave them to me. Uh, before he passed away, I got on the board of the Billy Barty Foundation and ended up somehow basically being his personal, unpaid personal assistant oh, for like God. the last, yeah, like yeah, for yeah, like yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> and I would, like... I'd go over to his house <laughs> and he'd tell me all these crazy ideas he had, like him and Emmanuel Lewis were going to go and do a show in Vegas. And it was great. It was so much fun. And then I'd take him to Rite Aid and get ice cream. And he'd like drive around in his scooter and everybody'd be like, Billy Barty. And, and I'd just stand next to him and like pay for it. And, yeah. And like back off, you know, the whole thing. It was, <laughs> it was a riot. Yeah. He was wow, great. That's a... Yeah. How old are you, by the way? Uh, 52. 52, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm 50. Punch, 47. 47. Right, right. Yeah. I knew we were all kind of in the same yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. I used to go hang out with Billy Barty myself. Yeah. Uh, he was the coolest dude. Now, was he... He passed away pre-Jackass, so... Oh, yeah. yeah this yeah, was yeah, when yeah. I was a kid. Because he died in 2000, I think. I so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was way Pat, before. I would, before I even was, like, teenager or whatever. Right, right. That, when I was younger and I went to a couple little people th- conventions and then met him and then my mom and dad would take me, like, once or twice okay. to hang out at his house. And then that was about it. And one day my uncle said, we're somewhere... And I turned around to my uncle and said, I'm going to be way more famous than Billy Barty. And my uncle's <laughs> like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, maybe. 
No, wow. but yeah, he was awesome. Down to earth, funniest guy, loved life to the fullest, like great example. You go around a conference and especially people like our age and above and almost to a person there, you know, you talk to somebody and they're like, I got in this organization because of Billy Barty. Mm -hmm. Like somebody in my family saw him on TV talking about LPA and then, you know, they told me to go to it or yeah. I met him in a grocery store and he like got me involved and it's, yeah. uh, it's remarkable how, what an impact. I wish I had, had that man like to kind of like navigate me to kind of go and kind of be a part of that because I had like like the, a really bad experience with 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 as far as like joining LPA it was it, it just kind of made me feel a little bit more alone than I already was and I believe I've told you this yeah. it was and really yeah it, it let's discuss yeah, we can discuss it, and I will never name names because I have the utmost respect for all these people. Yeah, but I was doing a a commercial in I think Connecticut, Fox for a, it was a Foxwood Casino commercial, and they hired like eight of us to play leprechauns. Okay, and um, and there was this guy that I, he was older and little person that I kind of like, kind of like grew fond of. Like he's like he was like almost like a mentor, like kind of guiding me through this kind of like acting industry you know i was very young i i didn't know any any anything about it and so there was a moment and i took a liking to this guy for a while for a while and we would go to auditions together and he would kind of tell me kind of just help me out for the most part and we were out there and we kind of got in this conversation while we were on the train and he was just not on the train yeah it was on the train and we were on our way to foxwood and he was just like and i was dating a, a tall woman at the time an average size girl and basically it's like poncho what do you want to do in this life like because you know you're never going to be taken serious as an actor and i was like shit you know he's like it's like so do you have any other plans and i was like well you know, like I, 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 I tried, I want to pursue real estate. He's like, no one is ever going to buy a house from a little person. It was very, and I was like, well, he's like, you see a hot girl or a little person, who are you going to go? You know, it's going to be, and I was like, what? Like he had a different like outlook on it. And then he was, and then everything I was kind of telling him with the questions, he was just kind of knocking down. And then he was like, and do you see yourself with an average-sized woman like your whole life? Or have you ever tried dating a little person? I was like, no, I never have because there were just never any around. And then he's like, because the average-sized girl is never going to look at you the same way as a, a, a little per person woman would, you know. You guys are at eye level. You, everything's the same, you know. It, so that is just a fantasy. And then he said something. Long, I'm like kind of just bashing everything I ever accomplished. I'm like, well, I was a professional skateboarder. Like I did that. And he's like, yeah, but that, that you were only a professional skateboarder is because you're a little person. It wasn't because you were, you know, like really good or anything. It, like he didn't even know about like, and like the level of skateboarding that like we both were on. And it, it just got to the point where everything I said was bashing. He's like, you got to stick with your own kind. And I was like, what is my own kind? He's like little people. And I was like, dude, like my mom is tall, my dad is tall, both of my brothers are tall, like my all my friends are tall, like average sized people. I'm like, they've never talked to it to me the way you just did, which is so mean. Uh, so I it, it made me feel 
like from this guy's perspective of of it being like segregated like and i don't and so because of that i just never it's not that i never wanted to be a part of it i just felt that it wasn't for me and now as being older in my age I, I, I wish I never, not that I never met that guy, but I wish we never had that combo because I think I definitely would have been more a, part of, more a part of it and embraced it a lot more, you know? And that was just what I got out of it, like the, the segregation, and it's definitely not that, you know? Well, you know, the interesting thing about LPA is, or even just our community, is that we're, we're brought together by a physical attribute. Mm-hmm. It's not an ideology or a shared interest or, you know, there's no, like, it's not that we believe in the same thing. Exactly. So you not get, a religious thing. Yeah, yeah. So you get all kinds, you get the whole spectrum of people. And so you're not going to get along with everybody. And you're not going to, like, bond and connect with everybody. We do have shared experiences, which then when you do make those connections is incredible. Like, I'm assuming, yeah. like, you know, you guys, when you talk about skateboarding, that's you guys are on a different level talking about skateboarding than you with average height guys. Yep. I'm guessing. Totally. And, and that's uh and you know, Absolutely. like our yeah. childhood yeah. experiences of like going to school, like they're gonna be really similar, even though we had completely different environments and oh and, yeah in parts of the country. Yep. So that's what like once you find the connections, they go deeper. But finding the connection initially, it's all a bunch of clicks and it's everybody insecure and it's it's like high school, you know. Oh, absolutely. And trying to find your place in high school is hard and doing it like at 25 in a week is really hard, you know, like at one of these conferences. Yeah. And uh, is that where you met your wife? I did. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you were, pre- was, did you meet your wife while you were president? <laughs> no, no. He's been married. I was, was going to say. not a Monica Lewinsky sort of situation. I was going to say, wow, she yeah. went for the big dog <laughs> of the convention. She's like, yeah, who do I go yeah. for here? <laughs> El Presidente. <laughs> so you guys, how long have you guys been married for? Almost 25 years. 25 yeah. years. And I definitely upgraded. Like, I was the one who, like, went above <laughs> my, punched above my class with wow. her. Yeah. No, we met, well, I met her when I was 14, and she met me when I was 16. At an like, LPA convention. Yeah. She doesn't oh, wow. remember meeting me the first time, but I, I do. And um, we were friends for a long time, and, and which is great. Like, that was, it's miserable dating somebody that's across the country and that young because uh, she was in California and I was in Maryland yeah. and Ohio. But it, the one thing it does is it gets you to be good friends first. Yep. And so that works because, you know, we are really great friends. Are you guys super similar in your ways and stuff? No, no, not at all. No, no, we're, I mean, I think that's why we work is because yeah, that's, I, yeah. I feel that's why it works too. Even with me and my wife, we're so different. She's very book smart. Mm-hmm. I'm very street smart and it's just opposites attract like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, we have shared interests. Like we like a lot of the same shows and same music and that sort of thing. Yep. But like how we navigate life is totally different. And yeah. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Like raising kids that way, because it is, you know, all the comedian jokes about, like I do it this way and my wife does it this way. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Now when when you were going to college or when you were younger, before you met your wife, did you ever date any tall women? I did. Any, yeah. Yeah. Have. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my wife's pretty much the only little person I ever dated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it I mean I it think just it's, clicked with, with you guys. Yeah. Like it totally did. It was one of those I, I didn't I, I really didn't have a, a vision in my head like I want to marry a little person or I want to marry an average type person. It's just, I wanted to marry her, you know? Awesome. That's the way it should be. 
Yeah. It shouldn't matter. I wish you would have went to LPA conventions, Punch, because now that I remember when I was younger and I first started dating, I, I did go to another LPA convention. It was a weekend one. I actually met a little person's sister who was average height and started talking to her for a little while. So it is, it's pretty funny. Like, you don't go there in to go, oh, I'm going to only meet this person. or I'm, right. Yeah. Yeah, I know a so. bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but I know a handful of people that dated, same thing, like yeah. dated average type people that they met at conference. Yeah. Yeah. So with the LP, becoming the LPA president, how does that work? <laughs> you got to be dumb enough to take the job, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's an election. It's like a, it's like a, you know, kind of, it, it seems sort of charming and ridiculous, but there's a a national election and you put your name in and you, you have to be on the board. I was on the board before that. Um, so you have to have a position of leadership to become president, um, which I had, but that's really the only qualification. You have to be a paid member and yeah. you have to have served in a position and you have to want to do the job, which I guess I did. And that was it. an everyday thing, right? I mean, it's yeah, kind of, I mean, I didn't want it to be and it shouldn't be, but yeah. cause it's a, a volunteer position, but, um, there's just so much to do. You've got, it's an 8,000 person organization. It's been around 65 years and you're like putting on these big conferences. You're um, dealing with like all the local events. You're um, dealing with like the media and, and our representation in the media and like pharma and medical issues. And because you're getting all the doctors, the specialized doctors for dwarfisms to come to these conventions. Right. And you also like right now we're getting these, um, and not to get too heavy, but there's this, and maybe you guys have talked about this, there's a, a new drug that came out about two years ago that um, is basically, uh, it's not a growth hormone, but it's a growth velocity. Uh, it, it works on growth velocity. You get an injection as a kid every day, and you, ga you gain, for ACONs, only for ACONs, and you gain anywhere from, I mean, it's like, I think it's um, 0.2 centimeters a year, so what ends up being like, Six to eight inches. You have to get it every like day. You have to get it every day. And it's got to start as a kid for until you want to keep having this ex expanded growth. That's insane. When I was, a I kid, wonder what the side effects are to something like that. Well, there's no side effects to, that they know of, but it's just kind of crazy because there's no real benefit other than you just grow taller. A which, couple inches, though. Yeah. It's not even nothing extreme. It's nothing extreme. You're st and you're still going to look like an yeah. Akon. You're just going to be yeah. an Akon who's... You're going to be the taller Akon. You're going to fit in neither yeah. place, maybe? Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, my mom showed me an article, of, and this was back in the day, in the 70s, mm -hmm. of where they put these bolts through your limbs, both arms and legs, and every day yeah. they broke your bones little by little so that the bone would grow in between. And it showed the outcome of this little person who did it for like maybe six months on each, you know, limb to grow a little tar. And I told my mom, hell no. I actually know a family. I know a kid, a, a kid, younger kid whose parents made him do that. They're Went very religious, that? very religious parents, and they made the kid go through this whole thing, and it didn't really do anything but just make the rest Scarred of his life up. a living yeah. hell. Like, Scarred he's just in up. pain. Yeah. Scars everywhere. Like, yeah. well, and that's what's not so cool hot. because even, like, I think people don't know enough about it that, like, if 
when you know when when your child's born and this is happening and you know you yeah. don't you just want them to be normal yeah. or whatever you want them to be that someone approaches you with this you become their guinea pig and they don't really know too much about it like they don't they can't promise you anything on the drug that just came out has there been anybody at that's come to the conventions that said oh okay i uh, this drug was released i did it for so long and this is like you know this is the what's outcome happened. Yeah, yeah yeah like has there been any anything that's like approved yeah an example of right i, right. I don't want to say an example of a person but an example that this the, you know this is the drug we got it approved here's here's little like this timmy. works yeah and now little timmy's big timmy you know yeah i mean the drug was approved uh, roughly two years a little under two years ago and kids were in trials for maybe three to four years at most before that so the longest example you would have of somebody is on a five-year-old is like a well i mean and they wouldn't be been able to start the trial until they were like over five years old oh, okay. so it'd be like a 10 to 15 year old probably and <clears throat> so you're seeing partial results now and we don't know where that will end up have you seen but, these partial results i mean there are people that you're kind of like oh yeah i bet that kid's on the growth uh, velocitor so um they're there and they uh you know they look like taller acons there. yeah and no i've yeah. seen yeah yeah and it's like it's a funny thing because we want to tell parents, yeah, just like you said, I thought you said it well, that, you know, these parents come along and, and they want the best for their child and they think, well, I'm tall and that is normal for me, so I want to make sure my kid gets what I get. That's it. Yeah. In instinct of a parent is to give them what you had um, if it was a seemingly a positive thing. And so they're going to be pushed towards wanting to do this because they are being told by these doctors and these clinicians that it's a good thing and that there aren't really side effects. So then you just kind of balance that with like, what's the lived experience? Yeah, my, I, I, my friend of mine says that like, he's got like PTSD, like from the nights where they would like yeah. crank that thing oh. to like make it to extend his legs I a bet. little bit more. Yeah. Like it was just like the noise of it, just like. Have you, I'm like, Jesus, you broken a bone, right? Punch? Yeah. You, I've, I've, you know that crack yeah, sound that you hear when it happens? That's the gnarliest feeling yeah. and sound. Like it's it's a bone but going through yeah. that like every day. No way. That's why I like when my, you know my mom was one that said, "Let's show you every. I want to open the world of everything for you. If you want to do this, go for it. If you don't, don't. But there it is. And it'd be one thing if like we all were in institutions or lived in our parents' basement or like had no <laughs> lives, you know. Uh, and then you go, well, maybe it's worth it, but. I mean, I think this couch is an example of like you can have a thriving life yes. and you don't need it. Like maybe yes. you want it, whatever, but it's not the only option. There, yes. You can live your complete life in our condition and have a great life. Exactly. I, I have a question for you because we've discussed this before and I already kind of gave my perspective of it. Um, and this is totally segueing to a different subject. We're going to talk. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you something about acting and like with what what is happening nowadays like i i totally got a different like kind of like from when when peter dinklage talked to mark Marin on the, the the podcast and then everyone made this big fuss that he he made it hard i i i don't think that's what he was trying to say what is your perspective on what peter was trying to say as far as like 
being progressive with little people like in movies like Snow White. Yeah, I mean uh, cuz he's your he's your friend. Yeah, I yeah. love Peter. He's yeah. he's amazing and I think it was 55 minutes into an interview yeah. and he just sort of said something that didn't mean to carry the weight it did and it's yeah. kind of hilarious how I'm sure this has happened to you a bit. I mean, I saw you got tagged on TMZ about like you're coming out of a coffee shop or something they're yeah. like what do you think of Willy Walker you're like I don't know man yeah I mean you answered it really well but it's like those kind of gotcha questions can't they be did easy. they did get me and I had to like I'm pretty fast-witted yeah. at thinking and I was like hey okay maybe they are taking jobs away it's not taking a job away from me where I'm like oh my god you know but make it better for people you know and we've we've said this like granted we're not, I mean, somebody can be, there's, a, you know, I, I'm surprised, I'm, I'm very excited that you did a one-man show. To me, that's amazing. And I'm glad that that theater even let you do that, that, right. that opened that up. So to me, I'm, I, I hope there's more jobs for little people like that. But also, there are some people, we discussed that during Christmas time, holidays or whatever, they get excited because that's a paycheck. Yeah. And that's you been and that's I mean? been like a, yeah. a every year. For every year, you know. Okay, well, you know what? I gotta suck it up and I gotta be the elf, or I gotta suck it up and do this. They they haven't figured out something else in life to do. So for them, I think when you it's easy money too, and it's a you, lot of money. Yeah, and you take that away, and you're like, no, you know, we don't need you, little people anymore. We have computers and we have average people. It. It's like a, it's like a, it's, it's a heartburn to them, you know, it's yeah. a cut to the throat and it's like, wow. And that's what I meant by it. It's like, don't take jobs away now. Right. You know? And like, I think the Wonka thing is so interesting because it's like, as soon as you decide that these, you know, pretty awful representations of dwarfism, like, I don't think anybody's going, God, I want to be an Oompa Loompa. Like I no, wish. No, no one is doing that. It's, it's a, it's a demeaning uh, I mean, you're basically a set piece. You're like a pet, you know, as that nobody's wanting to play that. But it's interesting that as soon as they decide we're going to give the Oompa Loompa like character and lines and like jokes and make him make him an interesting character and, and integral to the part of the story, they remove the dwarfism part. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, that's what I find. Like, okay, fine. If you're going to do an Oompa Loompa, then reimagine it and reimagine it in a respectful, like, interesting way that a little person can play. Yes. But you're claiming to reimagine it and then take away the little person aspect of it. Yeah. It's, like, doubly insulting. Well, totally. what, what, what I was saying, too, is um, if, if you're going to go as far as, like, putting our arms and legs on Hugh Grant, then why not just hire a little person? I mean, that is the worst or part even, about it. You were did you go on that? Uh, you went on the Snow White out for Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh yeah, ages ago. Uh, yeah, 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 like yeah, remember sure. two thousand sixteen. Well, and the Hobbit was the same. Yeah, you know, Lord and, of the Rings. And, like the they just way. added our arms and legs to like to these average sized people, and I I, I I just always wondered like why why go through that trouble? Why not just hire a little person to play these roles? Right. Ever, you know, we're not all dying to be like the next Snow White and the Seven Dwarves or the Oompa Loompa or, or, or any of that. But the Jaws for little people in this industry are so scarce that like those Jaws would be great because they pay a lot of money. Well, and I think, you know, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this too, but 
It's because there's also, except for Dinklage, there's no other representation out there. It's not like, oh, Poncho's playing an Oompa Loompa today, and tomorrow he's playing a lawyer, yeah. and the next day he's playing a father, and the next play he's playing a hitman. Like, you're just getting offered the Oompa Loompa. So, you know, like, the guy playing Santa Claus next to the elf isn't being ridiculed about how dare he dress up in a red suit because, you know, Tim Allen has then got his own TV show the next year. People <laughs> love him. They think it's yeah. great. But yeah. the elf standing next to him, they're like, you can't play that part. You know, that's demeaning. Yeah. yeah. Be being the president of LPA, did you ever have a say? Like, did, did like, when, when, when productions or networks or companies were making some of these movies did they come to lpa like to kind of get like the okay or i don't know how yeah. any Be, of that works before you answer this too it's an added question i saw you were on a panel with sag and aftra mm -hmm. so you do have kind of a voice in the screen actors guild with it so that's what i want to add to to it yeah they uh largely don't come to us okay um i wouldn't think yeah you know, like, i mean i did i, I mean i'll i'll be honest here i'm consulting with disney on their snow white project but they found me you know largely through acting and through sag and that sort of thing yeah um and i said to them look i'm the president of lpa and there's apps like we have to remove that title from this contract because i am not representing in my opinion on what you all should do in this film my opinion does not represent little people of America. It represents me in my opinion. Yeah. So, cause little Got people it. are going to have all kinds of opinions yes. on it and I don't want to be the spokesperson for I've, the whole thing. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's how like certain little people feel about Peter Dinklage and the way he speaks about it is that he is not the voice of the little people, you know, and, and I don't even think he was, I don't think he thinks he is either. Yeah, He but. doesn't. And he wasn't even speaking. I mean, I think he had a pretty simple thought, which was you're working at cleaning up the misrepresentation and all these horrible stereotypes from the original film in with Snow White and, uh, you know, diversify, like giving her empowerment, which is fantastic. And, and also and, making her Latina too, and making you know? it diversified that way. And yet you're going to have seven dwarves who live in a, as he said, a cave yeah. and uh, <laughs> live in a, a cottage and all like be infantilized and desexualized and creepy, like, and also have no personality beyond their name. Uh, you know, like what is Sneezy's yeah. personality? Nothing. He sneezes. Like yeah. it is. So he was like, that's so what I think gonna, he was getting at. You're not going to update know? that, but it you're going to update everything else. The context was taken wrong. Yeah. And yeah. I get it now. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's what I thought too. That's yeah. what I thought. I'm like, cause when me and my wife were re-listening to it, I'm like, I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't think, you know, that that's what he meant. Like it, it doesn't sound like that. I'm getting something different out of it. And yeah. Um, yeah, he was calling, which was more positive rather than, you know, he, he was calling these, he, he maybe just didn't word it the way he should have. I, I, I don't know. Or, you to, know, everybody takes, like you said, a sound yeah. bite and, and turns it into whatever they want to. Oh, to, absolutely. To further the, their narrative, you know. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like everybody on the way up with Peter, um, and, you know, maybe you felt this to some degree, like pushes and pushes and like um, champions him. And then when he hitches, hits the apex, it's like, douche, you know, just wants to knock him down. Like, oh, we do that. Totally. We do that with people like, oh, isn't that great? We man's on TV and doing all this stuff. And then like as soon as you get the paycheck or like the notoriety, 
then it's like, well, who the fuck is that guy? And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's everybody though. Yeah. And that's the funniest thing in the world. Everybody has your back when you're at the bottom. But once you have, once it's money, it's a whole different game. And it, and it's, yeah, it's, it's funny. But that's, that's the world anyway. That that could be the world for someone who the, wins the big lottery. That's right? what we talk about too, like in one of the episodes. And uh, with skateboarding, it was always, we didn't even know each other. I knew yeah. that there was another little person, skateboarder, because we were in the same magazine, but and we were both sponsored. But with skateboarding, every interview I ever had, and every interview he ever had, it was always about like, the question was always like, so who's better, you or we, man? Right. And you weren't asking all these other big-time skateboarders, average-sized dudes, so who's better, pinning you against another person? Yeah. That never happened. But for some reason, we were always getting asked that question. And guess what? We were entering the same contest as everybody else. We didn't have our own separate we contest. Had to go, we had to skate against the average dudes. Yeah, yeah. so you should it be asking. Like, yeah, it wasn't us skating against and that. Okay, you got first this week. Yeah. I got first. You, you know, it wasn't that. So It, it was us against them. Yeah. It was, I, I think it was everyone against everyone. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it was just always that question to kind of like, I, I, I didn't even like this guy and I didn't even know him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so that, that, that kind of, and I think that happens, tends to happen a lot with people that are different. You know? Well, and I, I mean, what I find. I get it, but like. Yeah. I, like what's always been great hanging out with you as an actor and um, like I came from theater where it's like you. You work in a basement. Nobody's making any money. You pull in costumes from your closet, and you're all like a team trying to put something together. And so I came out here, and it was shocking that I would go to these auditions with all these little people, and they'd all be like <laughs> shooting me daggers, trying to kill me, like acing me out and, and psyching me out. I'm like, we're we're like all in this together, man. And no. and it was not like that. Very, not very competitive. Not yeah, very, very competitive. competitive. Very, I think the actor's yeah. world is very competitive in general. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it, it was different with, with, with little people. I got that same vibe. I, just, I like him out of here. I was like, whoa, like total. I have to like reframe. Like I'd have guys try to psych me out in an audition. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, really? You're going to like, you think in the, in the green room, you know, before I go in, you're going to like psych me out. But I, all right, whatever. I think it was more of like, I always felt like I was a new guy because I was. And then I had these older guys that weren't jealous of me or anything. They just were trying to psych me out and kind of get me out of the room, eliminate the competition before right. I even go in. Yeah. You know? And meanwhile, you're like going in for like, like an elf and a Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you're I'm, like, I'm, really? Like, I'm what? like, dude, <laughs> we don't even have this. lines, yeah. dude. We're just going to like really dance around and yeah. Yeah. like sing, go yippee. You know, <laughs> in India, the country, uh, we went and shot jackass and, uh, we hired a bunch of little people, Indian dudes, and they were in a room and they were all together in tidy whities and underwear because what was going to happen was this was the big Preston chases me around a corner. Uh-oh, now I have my crew and now we chase Preston. It was the final <laughs> ender of that. Right. But they all were there like hour before me getting ready, getting into wardrobe. And they were, I, I was looking down the hall and I could see them all excited like, woohoo! we're here so i put on my underwear and t-shirt and came in and i'm they were smaller dwarfs too there there might have been a couple acons but the rest were smaller dwarfs and they all looked at me like who's this white guy taller than is and wearing the like same out is he gonna steal all our jobs 
And I'm like, no, we're in this same bit together. Yeah, we're all in it But together. it was the funniest feeling ever to walk into a room where they're all like, and they're like, you guys oh, are all dressed crap. the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tidy whities and, so, and tank tops. In India, I, I didn't realize, I mean, there's a lot of people there. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I and mean, no, there's, there's little a lot people of, there, too, dude. We, we were talking about it in one of the episodes, and you probably have a better knowledge of it. I was, I was saying that, and we looked it up, my wife and I looked it up, and in the entire world, there's like 650,000 little people, like people with dwarfism. And in America, there's like 66,000 people in dwarf with dwarfism. And like 10,000 of them, 10,000 of them are here in California. Yeah. Something like that. Some statistics like that. I mean, you just, it's, it's basically one in every 25,000 births. So yeah. just do the math. You know, if there's 350 million people in this country, what's 25,000 in a 350 million, whatever the math is. Yeah. I'm an actor. I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah no, I'm no. good with math, but that's a big number thrown at <laughs> right. me right now at this time. Yeah. But I'm You're like, throwing some big numbers at me, Mark. <laughs> I'm I don't... sorry, man. It's, <laughs> this is your podcast. You should it's have triggering. <laughs> no, I'm very good with math and I can do numbers quick, but that one I was like, whoa. Is that from me. all the drugs you used to sell? <laughs> <laughs> I, never sold drugs. I never even did drugs i know never, you're, yeah you're just a drinker yeah you're not i i was yeah. i was i did the other stuff you did the other yeah. stuff. you're the party guy yeah yeah you can tell i know dude <laughs> some guy we told can me, tell some guy with cerebral palsy told me he's like i look like brad williams bugshot after he got a dui i was like really i'm f damn it I think it's like the no, bags under it's, my eyes. I don't know what stick. it is. I like that yeah, one. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get you a mug shot of you. Send it to TMZ. I Brad Williams had mug shots. Yes. Brad Williams yeah. is in jail. We need to, dress, <laughs> we need to pass him out like on the front of sidewalk yeah. of the comedy and, store. And take a photo and be oh, like, we, Brad Williams just passed out. No, we didn't ask you, do you like our mini bar? This it's, isn't just for you. This is for everyone. Yeah, this is real special. It's very fancy. Yeah. Part of our whole thing. I love it. I love it. And we are in the works trying to get sponsored. I can by see Tootsie that. Roll mm -hmm. midgets. midgets. It's not yeah. midgets. No, it's, it's midgets. midgets. Yeah, it's very, um, very so respectful. Yeah. Speaking of the word, <laughs> <laughs> being being disrespectful now. And speaking of the word midget, right? Which a lot of people are very offensive about. And or little people are offended about offended about. about yeah, about well, people are offensive about it too. And very yeah. offensive yeah. about it too. But. I've always said I've been an open book. No, there's no way like I could be offensive about a word with what I do. And I think Punch feels the same. A few other people, you know, feel different or feel the same about it. I noticed you were in a movie, Tiptoes. Oh my God! Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, yeah, right. sort of, kind sort of. of. Like I'm, I'm barely in it, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In the movie. They, and this is 2004, right. they throw out the word midget a lot. Yeah. And they also use an average height person as a little person actor. Gary Oldman. Yeah. yeah. What are you, how are your thoughts on that? Because I am flabbergasted. Like, were you it. in a scene with him where you were trying not to laugh? Because you're like, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this, Why, how did they yeah. sell me on this one, dude? <laughs> I, that was, I mean, that thing is insane. That's one of my favorite insanity like little person experiences um Jesus. yeah i i had i had one i was like 
Matthew McConaughey's like childhood friend or something yeah. that I've one passing line. I don't even know if you see. I've I've never actually seen the movie. Like you I know to the, you didn't go to the premiere. I, was there a premiere? <laughs> I don't know. If I did, I would have gone incognito. Uh, yeah, it was totally offensive back then, but it was 2004. I'd been out here a couple years, and, uh, I mean, Dinklage, I knew... Dinklage and I were about to be in a play together. That's how we yeah. met. And uh, that was the first time I met him, was on the set of... Uh, oh, you guys went on Tiptoes. Yeah, and he was he had an actual part. I had one line. I was okay. there two days, and he was there two months. Okay. Um, so, but I was there the, the day that... Uh, like was the conference scene or the convention yeah. scene. So there's like 200 little people there and Dinklage is like actually playing a part and uh, everybody else is just like, you know, it's like background. Uh, it's like Extras. the Wizard of yeah. Oz, you yeah. know? Yep. And, uh, and he was like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? You could tell he was like, what is happening here? I'm sh I, I never have like really spent a long time talking to him about was, that movie. Was he a part of LPA too? No, he's no? never, as a kid he was a little bit, but he's never really been, okay, you okay. know, kind of like your all's experience. Like yeah. it just didn't work for him and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I wish it did though. That, that's my experience. I, it didn't work for me, but I wish it did. I think yeah. maybe if. Well, it's not too late, yeah, man. Yeah. It's still there for you. Yeah. You can still When's the next home. one? Since uh, Baltimore in July of 2024. You want, you want me to tell you something funny? It didn't work for me back then, and it, it certainly can now. But like a fun experience with my wife is she's not a very jealous person, at all, <laughs> at all. Are you hinting out? No, to, no. Out and to I the was, world. I was at a Lowe's up in Palmdale, and there's a little person woman that works there. <laughs> she's you know younger, pretty, and she was giving me a lot of attention. <laughs> And my wife did this thing where she, I was talking to her face to face, just asking her a question of where something was. And my wife like goes and stands between us. Like so disrespectful. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, she's just like, we gotta go now. And I was just like, and, and I was like, bye, you know? So it's, <laughs> and I was just like, I have never seen you get that jealous before. And it was because I was talking to another little person, woman, and giving her my attention or something. And, you know, I don't know. It was like, it, it, it was a, it was probably different for her uh, than it was for me. But it was for me, it was just, I was just asking a question and we were talking and, and my wife got really like she never gets jealous, and that was a really weird feeling. It felt kind of good. Where are you Where are you going with this on the twenty twenty four Baltimore yeah, right? Little that People right. Convention, bro? You, you. I, I think that if I went, my wife would probably come with me and make sure I was a good boy. Oh yeah, she'd be standing <laughs> up. I, I was going to have you on a gonna, choke chain. I was going to nope. say a little revolution nope. should go there uh, together. A little yeah. li live show. So Ooh, a, little yeah. live show. Yeah, little live show on little revolution stop yeah, say, when you, stop saying lil lil <laughs> when you when you got into that i was like where is he going yeah, yeah, you no, got it excited just, about that yeah, it was because it was exciting <laughs> my wife is never gets jealous and that was awkward you know see your wife's tapped in uh, the reality that it's actually we are the hotter species yeah yeah and yeah. so like all these average people are starting to figure this out. Like, wait a minute, they've got it figured out. They're just average. Yeah, they're just, they're just average. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's getting all jealous because yeah. just, <laughs> sometimes when we're doing this show, it, like we'll know it's good because you just he, see his head <laughs> shaking. Chair, Bob. His head is just shaking. You don't know what he's doing in that chair. Yeah, what are you doing in yeah. that? Chair, I just see the chair dude. shaking from behind. <laughs> 
Oh, we're going now. Yeah. Baltimore 2024, here we come. I need to see Poncho at an LP convention. That, Why do you that, need to see me there? I need to see you there. Dude, hotel lobby? <laughs> Night punch. I'm going, to the, I'm going to the dance. <laughs> oh, you'll be, dude, you will yeah. be John Travolta on the dance uh, floor. I'll stumble under the dance floor I need with to my see bad that. back. I need to see that. Like, uh. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But I, I say on this happy ender, on this good feeling, I say uh, I think we're good. You good? I'm good. You good? Do you have, any, uh, do, do you have anything coming oh, out that you, you want to talk about? You I'm plug on strike, in? man. I think I. Uh, you we're have to, all on strike. Yeah, you yeah, have to cut out every strike. time I talked about a film because uh, we're all on strike, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we can't yeah, talk about it. Right. Well, if it's an indie film, you could talk about there you that. Go. Yeah. Yeah. You only yeah. talked about one and you were barely in it. That's true. You, you yeah. didn't, I and mean, I didn't like it. You didn't even have a SAG. <laughs> don't, don't go see it. Yeah. You didn't even have a SAG card. No, man. he needs to see it because we're going to talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah, right. need to see yeah. it. See, I'm like, you got to see the part where Gary Ullman runs on his knees. Oh, my God. it's the fun. I have seen clips. And it is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever. God. And we were, we were asking... We were thinking, I'm like, what do you, like, do you think that, that that is a movie that, like, Matthew McConaughey and, like, Gary Oldman, like, brag about? Is that, no, like... Are they I don't like, think so. No, no. I bet all of them... I mean, the Because he's a good saying, character actor, dude. Gary Oldman is amazing. one of my favorite character actors. Amazing. But you think that was a choice? You think that was, like... Well, like how like Samuel L. Jackson on The, the Kingsman decided to have a lisp as a, as a villain. Who's going to tell him? No, dude, I think that's a bad idea, bro. <laughs> Who's going to tell Samuel L. Jackson that? No one. But Gary, even Gary Ullman, like, if he was just like, no, I'm going to play him. I love the I'm idea play that, him. that... So that movie was written about a little person, but I love the idea that he's in a film that's not anything to do with a little person. He's like, you know, I got this idea. <laughs> I'm going to play him as a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> and like to see what yeah. the director's like, um, interesting. Okay. Uh, how are we going to do that? Yeah. That's what I want to see. They're like, no, we're not going to do that, Gary. He's like, no, we're going to do it. I want Dinklage to be in a movie and be like, you know what? I'm playing him as an average type person. Nice. Yeah. And uh, see what they do. And they're like, all right, so are we going to CGI? He's like, no. No. They're not going to CGI nothing. I'm just people, gonna... I just want people. I want to see pa people truly act. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is driving down the street right now, Sunset Boulevard, and he's like, you know what? This road looks really good. <laughs> looks about the road I was filming Tiptoes on. What an amazing movie. Yep, I'm just going to keep driving. And his Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. and his Lincoln. <laughs> Well, Mark, this was so awesome to have you on, man. You're you're a very huge inspiration. I mean, me and him have done scenes at uh, the Actors Studio together, and I'm sure that's something that they'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> well, I bet, yeah. Mark made it to his own theatrical show. Yeah. What happened to you? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm riding his coattails, dude. <laughs> well, you better hold tight. <laughs> this I'm guy always punched. trying to throw me on the bus. I'm kidding, punch. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it was really, really good to have you on the show, man. And uh, this was the first time you ever met Jason, too, right? No, you guys no, met we we met before. Actually, um, I have met. Mark yeah, before. yeah, and, oh. and uh, for some reason, dude, uh, there was a time where you kept. Uh, I kept getting texts from you about your business. There must have been some other mark or something that like you'd be like, yeah, we got a uh, you know got another order coming in or whatever. I'm like, what really? the hell from you? Yeah, and I'm oh, like, wow. I'm like, dude, um, I think you got the wrong guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, and um, but I told you to yeah, double the order. Oh so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that now because you did say double the order. That's right. 
That's funny. What yeah. business were you running? Shady business. Okay. Shady, right. Shady. Speakers out of the back of a van. Speakers out of the back of a van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick. Real quick. Any job you ever had outside of acting or like anything? Shittiest was, job. Shittiest shitty, job. Yeah. Shittiest oh. job you've ever had that was like, I, you know, I got this job. I had to do it, but whatever. Well, the most ridiculous job I ever took was I was a sales uh, associate, you know, like a seller of uh at gap kids and so like <laughs> shut the fuck up right now like, just shut what, up what? do not say that i to swear me. to god <laughs> did, so, why did you like the clothes or something totally. back then you know this is like the early 90s and you know everything you would ever like anything i oh could shop god. for because i did oh shop in the kids kids section would have like a girl animal on it or like a yeah. superhero and i'm yeah. like oh, fuck god. this man i want some cool clothes and gap kids came out and they got cool clothes and there's a long story about how i got that job it actually has to do with me lying about a production and and saying that i had a job when i actually didn't because i wanted them to pay me more and they were like oh well that's funny we're filming there the next week and so i had to go down to gap kids and get a job there no so i could be there when way. they were filming i swear to god and no um way it was insane so then i had a job at gap kids i'm like what the hell am i doing here with a job and uh um but it was nuts because people would come in advertise people with their like five-year-olds who are my height and they turn a you know like around a rack of clothing yeah. and they couldn't see me and i'd be like hi how you doing and they'd be like fuck <laughs> freak out <laughs> And then you had to try and sell them clothes when, like, the kid's having, like, seizures and, and the mom's totally freaking God, out. I just, like, imagine, like, like the CEOs or something of, like, the manager going, hey, dude, we got the we got the new voice of, like, Gap Kids. And they're like, meet Mark Povanelli. They're like, no, no. we're going to get so fucking sued, dude. We're going to get so sued. No, this is that, in the 90s. If anything was yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. Yeah, we've all had shitty jobs. Yeah. 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 That's a good one though. That one seems because he benefited out of it. He got clothes. I yeah. got a forty percent discount on yeah, my on my nineties flannels, man. Nice. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice flannels. <laughs> he was Nirvana'd out. I was. <laughs> Gap I was. kid Nirvana'd out. <laughs> <laughs> All you Gap kids that want to be like Nirvana. Yeah. Mark's wearing the, the new outfit. <laughs> Who wants to be Kurt Cobain? Come on. <laughs> you preschoolers. So, so for me. I wear like a size lar uh, extra large in kids. You're so and hot. Like I wear, s and, and then I wear um, like just normal size pants, like get average size pants. Men's size pants, but like I cut them down like a little bit below the knees. Right. Are right, can you wear just? Kids I buy clothes? off the rack, so that's okay. again like in the kids section though. It's like. But can you wear kids pants? Kids mediums. I have to get them cut. altered a little bit. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I I can't wear kids pants because acons have huge asses. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, my ass does not fit in yeah. those. Oh. Um, but you know my my options are pretty limited. Yeah. You know. We're trying to get sponsorships here. There you so, go. Yeah. yeah. Good fella. Yeah. We love right. good fella. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great having you on the show, man. Like I said, huge inspiration. And uh, I love what you do, man. I love your positive attitude. I love your family, man. Thank you Thanks, for coming man. on. And you Thrilled know. to be here. You guys yeah. are the best. Thanks awesome. for having fun Thank with you. us, yep. too. It was Very awesome. Good. Thank you. And thanks, uh, Def Noodle, for having us. Let us use your spot. Putting out the midgies, putting out the mini bar, everything. So, woohoo! Yeah. Happy days.